Hey everyone, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. How is everyone? Doing well, I hope. It's springtime, springtime in St. Louis. I don't know if you uh, need some inspiration in your day-to-day job, but I live in, uh, in the city and was out walking in Lafayette Square yesterday. And uh, if you need some, go down, walk around, see the springtime that is this city. It's the best time of year uh, for sure. Today, we've got Badass, continuing our Badass series. We thought we'd throw one at you. Joe Bishop is on from Cannonball, um, and he is one of those unicorns in the business, right? And, and in his case, he's actually a quadricorn, but a conceptual art director, a conceptual designer, someone who can think and design and write and Boy, at an agency, that's what you want. Um, Joe's been around for a long time. He has a terrific career, done lots of great work, worked with lots of talented people. We get into all that. So please enjoy Jennifer and I's conversation with Joe Bishop. Hi, Joe. Hi. Is this, is it, are we on? We're just wrong. There, yeah. Oh. Just kind of start casually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, I told appreciate you, you coming down. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a long time. I while. know. It's been a while. I see you on Facebook. You just got back from Hawaii. I did, and it was awesome. I, what, it looked tell awesome. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Hawaii. I've never been either. Um, it, it was... And this is going to sound really cliche, but I, I do think it was kind of life changing. It's a really, really, really awesome place. In what Tell way? Us Just about it. we need to know every detail about life changing, transformation, <laughs> well, vacation. We went down. You know, our family went down, and and my wife's parents and her brother and and uh, and his wife. Um, and it was, you know, we all rented this house yeah. and we all stayed there. It was right on the beach. It was just a. Really, really chill, relaxing vacation. Yeah. I got to say that I felt the oh. healthiest I've ever felt. Like for some reason, yeah. I think my body is set to Hawaiian time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, because I, I sleep, you know, like I take a nap every day at, at work and stuff. And <laughs> and uh, I didn't feel tired any day. Like I feel like my natural yeah. body clock was yeah. set to Pacific time, you know, you out in the middle there. of the Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute. This is this is what it feels like to like wake up and not feel like you didn't get any sleep. Yeah. And I don't know. It was great. Um, awesome. We had a lot of fun. Did it did it take a few days to get into vacation mode or is that place just put you there? No, no. I think you just you get off yeah. the plane and you're like in vacation oh, mode. That's awesome. It, it's a it's a fun place. Everybody should go. All right. Yeah. What are you uh, What are you working on now? What are you guys working on now over there? At Cannonball. Yeah, Cannonball. Uh, so. And there's there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a uh, you know uh, I do a lot of work on Pinnacle uh, casinos. Okay. Um, so they own regional casinos all throughout the country. Um, and uh, so it's like the Ameristar brand, yeah. uh, Del Terra. Uh, there's a lot of different ones. Um, so we do a lot of that, um, which is which is great work. They're yeah, great work. Very, very, very super cool clients. Yeah, um, they look like they, they look like they get breaking through in a pretty boring space, right? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a <clears throat> tough it's a tough space because there's so much to talk about, you know, yeah. like as a brand. Yeah, and yeah. And so like there's. You know, yeah, I mean, it's not a boring of, space. It's just a tried space. Like there's a formula. There's there's the tour spot, right? right? I mean, yeah. it's a tour spot, and <laughs> right. and, it, and it's hard to break out of that. I mean, because from a business standpoint, you yeah. understand why they do that, yeah. right? And and you know, they have restaurants, they have shows and entertainment, yeah. they have 
you know, some places have horse racing, you know, the, and rest, you know, just the restaurants itself are a huge, huge investment. And then on top of all that, you have this casino aspect yeah. and uh, hotels and all, all that stuff. And uh, it's a, it's really kind of hard to tell that story yeah. in a TV spot mm-hmm. without doing the tour kind of yeah. setup. So, you know, sometimes right now we're doing a lot more of the tour setups. And then I think yeah. it's a lot about how they like to package Pinnacle bought Ameristar. Originally, we had Ameristar as yeah. a client and then Pinnacle bought them out. The way that they like to look at stuff is really kind of creating a premium, all-inclusive kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, that's, you know, what we've been working on a lot lately is just kind of trying to get their branding in a, in a certain direction uh, per brand. That's cool. So, yeah. I, well, it's funny. I was, when I was telling uh, a few people I was interviewing you today, uh, Matt Glorin, I said, oh, it's a, they're like the Golden State Warriors, uh, the Cannonball. <laughs> like the Golden State Warriors of St. Louis. I'd seen tons of talent over there. Yeah. Right? You've been there for a long time. So I'm just. Two, you know, 2004. 10 years. Really? 2004 is when I started. Yeah. Wow. 13. Thir- 13 years. And, and, oh, I was the 13th employee. Oh, you too. were? Yeah. Wow. It's your golden birthday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. And and still going strong. I think that's a that's a testament to something in something going on in there because it doesn't it doesn't seem that th- that they've, there's been lots of ups and downs with other agencies. You're up, you're down, whatever. It seems like this Kenwell had just has found their thing. And I, you know. What what are you? We're like cockroaches. <laughs> You'll never die. It seems like you guys fly yeah. a little under the radar, right? But with as much talent, it's hard. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I think a lot of it is due to Steve, Mike, and Stacy and the culture that they created. Yeah, and and, and you know, and, and trying to surround, you know, or fill the agency with as many talented people as possible. You know, and I think you know. We just we don't talk about ourselves a lot. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot. There's no big PR machine at Cannonball. Right. Um, you know, everybody's really just kind of focused on the work, and hopefully, the work speaks enough for itself. Yeah, there's some construction going on. We're I, not, I, not I, killing animals in here, or whatever that sound is. <laughs> My grades is looking at us. Okay. Can't hear you. I don't know what he said, but yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's funny. So when you uh, think of the culture, because I know, I know that I've known them in their in a previous life, and I wonder right. what they're like now. They went out, built this agency. Uh, is there something you look at culturally and be like, yeah, this is this is who we are? And it sounds like there's there's humbleness involved, or just not. Lots of agencies like we got to get the PR and constantly be on social media and this kind of. Thing. It's just not the culture there. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's. It's there. It's yeah. not at the top of the list. I mean, yeah. I think everybody's just trying to get their stuff done, you know, and, and for the clients and think about that second, you know, uh, about the agency's PR machine or yeah. whatever. But, you know, I, I think every once in a while, I think things will get slow. And, yeah. you know, next thing you know, there's like a big hustle to like, oh, we got to change this website around. We haven't looked at this thing in a while, you know. And <laughs> so it, yeah. it, it's pretty funny. So. Yeah, what are you guys doing mostly there? Is it is it still mass media, TV spots, or has that uh, changed? It's a lot of everything. So um, our digital team has grown exponentially over the past five, seven years. Yeah. Um, they've you know really kind of started to make inroads with some of our existing clients and and uh, and expand their you know mm-hmm. what our offering is uh, for them, and uh, that's been great. Uh, other than that. You know, we yeah, we do. We touch everything. So there's a lot of we have a lot of people with a lot of TV experience. Um, so there's a lot of that that goes on. Um, and but then also we all kind of came from a, 
a lot of us came from a promotions background. Yeah. So there's still a lot of that kind of shopper retail kind of aspect to things that uh, that everybody's involved in too on certain mm-hmm. clients. And I wonder just from, it's funny because as agencies start to get into higher tech, uh, more of the research side and, and whatever, I keep coming back to you still got to tell a great story. You still got to, at the end of the day, right. no matter what the medium is or where you're going to put this thing, have a great idea. Right. And I think that's what you guys have a lot of good people for that. Yeah. And I, you know, and we... It, like anybody, yeah. there's been a shift in this business over the past couple of years, right? There's a lot, a lot of stuff changing, to not just in the media landscape and how ads are bought and how they're doing, but also how we're, you know, telling that story and how we're reaching our consumers. And, and there's a big push on content, obviously, um, that's playing a huge role with social and, and online work. Um, and that involves a lot of the TV aspect too. So yeah. a lot of times you're shooting spots and you're shooting content on the side and um, just trying to maximize that dollar as much as possible. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to say something and yeah. uh, and it, and it better be good or else yeah. it's all worthwhile. You know, not worth it. You know. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Are you from St. Louis? Born and raised. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Overland. I grew up in Overland. Overland. That's, that's like 170 in Page. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It was, okay. it was closer to St. Charles Rock Road, but yeah, okay, in that area. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And what was what was like life like? Did you see? We were just talking about this. The Schwinn Varsity trailer. Did you see that? I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Well, it's just this really moment in time. It felt like dazed and confused. It's <clears> these <throat> two guys that are making a film, trying to get it funded, but it was all shot in St. Louis. So it sort of nailed this '70s growing up in mm-hmm. St. Louis. I thought it did a really nice job of that. But um, at some point, you obviously got into design read something, saw something that interested you in being a creative. Yeah. I, I wonder what that was. Uh, where did that happen? Yeah, where did that happen? <laughs> Do you remember being interested did in something? that happen like in that? Overland or yeah. somewhere? No, it didn't happen in Overland. Um, <laughs> Overland was, I don't know, lost, lost days there. Uh, they, they, they were fun, though. Um, sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I... I, I you know, originally when I went to college, I didn't go into it thinking that I wanted to do marketing, communications, yeah. design, or any of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I went in for a poli sci, poli sci in English. I think I focused more on on English than I did poli sci. But yeah. um, at some point in time, I was in a band. I was in a band, okay. and and it kind of turned to that thing of like. You know, you, you got to make an album cover. You know, like I, th- I think I spent more time working on an album cover yeah. than I did trying to learn my instrument better. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, uh, I played bass and keyboard. Um, so like, synthesizer. what was the band called? Um, I don't, uh, come on, come it on. was called the Children of the Fifth People. <laughs> <laughs> we were on Point of Central Five. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> yeah surprisingly, that's crazy. Yeah, um, but uh, good gig. It was fun. It, yeah, it was uh, decent. Me and me and this guy Mark Florida, and uh, we became friends into high school. Into my high school, he's a little Keith's bit older in the than business, me. Business, right? Yeah, he used to work at Wayland. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he works at Wash U. That's, that's a hard name to forget. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he and I played together. He, he wrote. You know all the songs. He's, he's a really good musician. Okay. Um, but uh, um, yeah, so we were playing. He he at the time he was uh, working as a video editor, and I started working with him, and that's where I started really kind of learning more of the professional work so, uh, of the software and stuff. And mm-hmm. at the at the same time, I was working at the computer lab at school. So okay. and helping out everybody that was in the communications department, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and uh, so I kind of taught myself everything. Okay. Um, so you started more in, as opposed to uh, art direction side of this, it was more of a editing, 
music, film cover. Yeah, for sure. So it was storytelling already. For sure. This is just static design. Yeah, like we, Mark and I worked a lot together and we were, you know, we would make videos for um, our shows, right? So we'd do yeah. these projections and stuff and... Um, and at night, so at night, he and I had this job. This is totally ridiculous. So, like, one of my first kind of jobs in college was, um, well, first I was I was a sign maker at, for a while, and then I got this job with Mark, okay. and we edited video, right? So, at this place called uh, Heritage, and they did uh, they did funeral videos, right? <laughs> so, so you would edit these memorial videos for right. people who were having, you know, uh, right. prepaid services and stuff, or you'd go and shoot them, you know, if they did a pre-planned uh, funeral kind okay. of thing. Well, bef- before they, yeah. So you go and interview oh, them. Wow. Too, right? So, uh, um, oh, and uh, and then you, but then for the most part, my job is to kind of take video clips from all these different sources and photos and stuff and yeah. compile them into this like mm. person's life story because yeah. they're dead, you know, yeah, and. Yeah. And then there was always this like really awful stock piano music underneath right. it, you know, and like it was just <laughs> so I'd worked there all night long. It was it was a total like total sham. The whole thing like the the people that own that company right. are all like I think they're all in jail now, you know. Um but we had awesome equipment, right? So yeah. I had you know, a video toaster, and I had, uh, you know, Media 100 system, and... All the high equipment of... The- you know, at the time, after after Effects came yeah. out, it was COSA, you know, yeah. uh, and so I was learning all this stuff, you know, at night, as well as, making, you know, dead making these videos. You, you get it done, and you go, yeah. now what am I going to do? And you'd make your own little videos yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So I learned a lot doing that, and then I, uh, then I started thinking, well, maybe I should go into video editing, you yeah. know? Yeah, I was just going to ask, why? What what happened there? Oh, I did a tour of Technosonic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think I, I, I was, uh, I think I, I shadowed somebody for, I don't know, like it was like for two hours or something. <laughs> and uh, I think it was Scott Whitaker. Was it? I, I think, I can't remember. It was either him or Conger, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but um, so I go in the suite and there's these, you know, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to be this yeah. editor. It'll be cool, you know, and I yeah. see them doing all their stuff. And, yeah. and they had good ideas, right? But then there's these two knuckleheads on this couch back in the back of the room. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, no, do this, you know. And, and I'm like, who the fuck are these guys, you know? <laughs> right. And then I'm like, tell, tell, them, tell them the greatest editor on the planet what to do. <laughs> these guys yeah. these guys are the ones that have the idea, and they're like, you know, telling them what to do, yeah. you know. this One, that sucks, like for Scott, <laughs> right, whichever Scott it was. Yeah. One, that sucks. But two, it's like, fuck, I want to be that guy, you know. <laughs> so, like, because that was the art director, right? yeah, <laughs> the, the art writer, who one of the creatives, right? Sure. So I was like, shit, you know. Was so, that really it? You you saw this go down? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. In the editing room. You're like, yeah. I know where I want to be. Yeah, you know, I, I, well, I was like, well, that, I'd much rather do that. And I, I was still kind of wishy washy on it at the time. And I was yeah. thinking about going to a, a film school, and I, I never pulled the trigger on it. And uh, do you have any regrets about that? Um. Yeah, no. I mean, like, it's a really hard gig to get totally. into that. Well, especially back then, right? And there was there was a huge cost to even get into it, you know, from like computer standpoint. Um, at the time, uh, your systems were so expensive back then, yeah. and uh, just access to the technology wasn't there. Um, versus today, which I, it's way more, you know. Yeah. Uh, democratic and how that technology is dispersed. So yeah. I think it's a little bit easier to get into it now. But uh, so part of me kind of wishes I did. But then yeah. at the same time, I've gotten to, you know, in my you career, do a whole that. bunch of different stuff that's been, you know, a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You get to tell people what to do, which is cool. <laughs> well, it's not, yeah. not all the time. So anyway, I love this. I love this. So you decide you like you, these guys got the power. 
these jokers sitting in the back. Well, tell, they tell had the idea, yeah, right? right? They're the guys with the, with and, the idea. And that was the part that was kind of fun. It was, it was like when we would make videos for ourselves, it was fun to like, oh, well, what if we did this? What if we did this? And then and then go and make it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you got the idea and then you go and do it. And uh, and that's a lot more fun than being just a tool within it, right? And yeah. and and that's not to say that editors are a tool. It's it's oh, they're tools. But <laughs> no, some that's but, just a joke. But, that's a, but a lot of people get used that way, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. And and you know, so I, I feel like when you know now, you know, into yeah. the into the business, you know, like you know, you know how to work with people a little bit better because you understand that. You know, the, the good idea, the concept, you know, has to be, you know, succinct and and and, and sacred, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. how you get to that idea and how it comes to life, you know, there's a lot of different ways to make that happen, and 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 there's a lot of creative aspects to how editing plays the role into that, and how audio audio engineering plays a yep. role in that, Mike Raines. Um and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you know, letting those you know people you know kind of have some you know play and how that story comes off is super important totally. you know um so that's yeah. so who gave you your first chance you're now mm. you you think all right i'm gonna do this art direction thing and you did you <coughs> have enough skills to be an art director so i assume you have to know adobe and all that stuff yeah so or did uh, you teach yourself how to do that um well i i my last year in last year year and a half in school i Started taking some advertising classes because okay. I was like, okay, I got to do this. Right? I can do this. And uh, I had a teacher, Bill Tyler, um, who yeah. is an old writer. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. from SLU. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, I went to SLU. He's, he's um, a famous creative teacher around town or just a he, guy in the business? He looked old. like a Darcy or something yeah, yeah, back in the day. Uh, knows everybody. Yeah, he, or yeah. Gardner or something. He, he worked at Gardner. Mm-hmm. So he worked on the Coleman brand, right? So okay. I'd go into these classes and he was a writer. Yeah. And I'd, I'd see these films. He had these, like, old 16-millimeter films. Of his of, commercials? Of, no, 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 of behind-the-scenes kind of films, oh, okay. right? So he'd show, like, what it was like to be on a set. Now, this would have been in the 60s, yeah, right? Yeah. So everybody's got, like, a turtleneck on. Everybody's smoking, <laughs> you know? And and yeah. and, and you're like, what is this It is the Mad Men. It, it was totally like Mad Men. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, everybody, everybody looked like they were, like, you know, soup like they were the shit, you know, like yeah. they were in control of everything and like you know, it was glorious and glamorous, all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so he'd show these films and he was he was a good writer. He was a really good teacher and and really hounded you about yeah. the ideas, right? Okay. And and coming up with that. Okay. And, and then and then out of that, you know, I felt confident going in and doing interviews, you know, uh, to, to try to get an art director job, okay. even though I wasn't from an art school. No, like, right. SLU right. was not very good from an art standpoint right. at all. Uh, you can maybe make it out of there as a writer, but yeah. as an art so, director, so, they, they were all on PCs, man. It was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, were, you were screwed from the get-go, yeah. you know? Using so. Quark Express or whatever. No, no, it wasn't yeah. even that. It was something worse, right? It's like Corel Draw or Quark was fine. That was what everybody was using then. It, they were yeah, using, yeah. like, uh, I don't know, like, Picture publisher or something, yeah. Corel Draw, and you know something else. I knew those programs back and forth. But, wow. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so, so that's so interesting. You you almost have a writer's background. I mean, as far as just a storytelling. Yeah, I, I would. You know what I'm saying? I, I took versus. Of, I took a lot of writing classes. I, yeah. Um, and and I had a writer as a teacher. Yeah. Um, so back and, to I, and I like to write still. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah. So your original question was, who gave you your first shot? Oh, right? yeah. Tom Blood. Tom Blood. Tom Blood. I got. I went to. Uh, I went and interviewed. Who just had an art show recently? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so funny. And he's like doing art show. That's good. Yeah. He he. Uh, <laughs> I went and interviewed. He, 
at the time he was at the Hughes Group yep. in Clayton. And uh, I had done a couple interviews and they didn't go very good. Uh, and uh, Tell us more did about you that. Have, <laughs> yeah, did oh, yeah. you have like a book or what'd you do? Yeah, I had a book. Uh, you know, I, I I had some stuff from class that I had made and some stuff from uh, uh, we did the ad competition, mm-hmm. so um, which I had made. A, I actually shot a commercial for, so that was pretty cool. Oh, I had a lot of ad competition. yeah, student ad competition, <laughs> and and uh, we got like second place or something like that, okay. uh, which was pretty good for us and. And but you know I had all this kind of cool stuff from that. It was you know looking back, I think I found it like a month ago or yeah. something like that. I was like, oh my god, this oh. is awful. It did not, age, <laughs> did not age well. No, I mean like conceptually it didn't. Um, but I, I was kind of like I was like wow, I kind of kicked it out of the ballpark on that TV yeah. thing. It was there was like you know yeah. it was all illustrated, like it was all in After Effects, and so okay. it kind of made everybody look like they were a blueprint drawing. And it, I was like, wow, that was pretty good for being an idiot. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, so I went to, you know, I went to all the places you wanted, you know, sure. I went to Darcy and, every, you know, and I don't, who, who was it, Ron? Um, he, he did the classic flip through my book, you know, like I mean, it was super, well, wait, first I had a really great interview there with Greg Sullentrop. Okay. And uh, and Greg was super nice and, yeah, yeah. and that went really well. And he's like, oh, you got to come back and meet my boss or whatever. I'm like, oh, well, this is great. I'm going to get a job Yeah, this is going to happen. Yeah. And I go in there and Ron just goes through my book and he just keeps flipping through it like super fast. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, do you know your way out? I'm like, holy shit. I just got killed, man. You know, like that That's was, what he said? It was brutal. Yeah, it was totally brutal. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. No, at the time it was brutal. Uh, <laughs> just thinking back on it now, it's still brutal. It is uh, brutal. I think I said no. I don't know my way. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Actually, gonna wander around. I have no idea where the hell I am right now. Oh clearly. Um, but no. Then I went and interviewed at Hughes. <laughs> have you heard? It? Have you ever heard of that? I, yeah, I used to work for somebody who used to do that to mm. other creatives. Yeah. Do you know your way out? Flip through the book and say, do you know your way out? I, I remember <laughs> one creative director one time said to a young person, um, you should get out of this. You should not be in this business. This is not for you. You should do something completely different. But like, that wasn't me. I didn't the, say that. The op- no, 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 that was not you. No. <laughs> no, but that person that fueled that person. I can't, yeah. I cannot name, name, name yeah. names, but um, became Michael it fueled Jordan. that person. Oh, no. And she said, oh. Fuck it. I am doubling down. Yes, I'm Ah, doubling down. And then she never forgot that. And that story became a little bit legendary, like kind of in her circles. Ah. And and then Anyway, it was yeah. I, but I thought that was cool that it that it did that fuel you or yeah, you no? I, I, I would say so. I mean, it was brutal, but I was I was kind of had a chip fuck you attitude, yeah. you know? Like, well, then fuck you then, right? And yeah. uh, you don't deserve me. Uh, so. Yeah, no, I, I think I, to a certain degree it was probably beneficial. You know, you kind of yeah. get to see how stuff goes. But but then I was kind of like, oh, well, then I guess so when I went over to Hughes. Yeah. And I met with Bob Fanter, who was the creative director there, who, okay. who was uh, – he was great. He was like a caricature, you know, like yeah, a cartoon I mean, caricature. He had like a big burly mustache and just kind of a shorter dude and he was a writer. And he was really interesting. And I – I like old advertising. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of where this business is going. Yeah. Right? Um, we'll talk about that, Joe. Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Just but, simple David Ogilvy, great, great yes. pictures and great words. Yes. <laughs> Intelligent advertising. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, and and so I was like, oh, well, this guy is kind of old and he's kind of cool and I, I like him. And then I met with Tom Blood and, and Tom's like, oh, Jesus Christ, what are we getting ourselves into? But, it, <laughs> but he was like, we'll take a shot. I'll take a shot at it, right? And I was you know, always be super thankful, you know, to those mm-hmm. guys for that. You yeah. Know? But 
you know, I got in there and I was like, awesome, I got a job, it was great, and um, got engaged. I mean, it was crazy. It was like, it was a, I was only at Hughes for like, I don't know, five months or something like that. It wasn't very long. Um, but in that time, it totally changed. I walked in there, you know, my first day, and I, you know, I had Jack Hughes or whatever taking a picture of me, and like everybody was freaked out because he let me wear my baseball hat. Yeah, to work. Really? Nobody got to do that kind of shit there, and I, I was like, oh, weird. Like, like everybody like dressed up, and yeah, you know, it was yeah. old school, yeah. um, and um, really pretty formal, um, but very, very. Family friendly, right? Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. five thirty. Everybody get out of here! I, like, I yeah. do not want to see you guys working. What if they thought like you know every agency, every generation is like, we got to get some kids in here. Well, the, what there was, yeah. there was that, let him wear his hat, right? There, there was <laughs> He's that, like kind of hip hop. <laughs> there was that mentality, I think, and you know, yeah. um, which I think was good. I think they needed that, um, you know. But then they took it to the next step, which is then you know, I, I guess I don't know what happened, but Bob decided to retire, right? Okay. And they brought a new creative director in. Um, it just was not my cup of tea, yeah. right? And and, and and I was like, oh, man, I don't know about this, you know? And uh, my friend Santi was working at Lewis London at the time, and okay. he was uh, like, oh, you should come Pulled over you here. Over there. Yeah, and that was a... So I was like, I don't even know what you people do. He's like, promotions. I'm like, what the hell is that? I don't yeah. even know what that is. And uh, I felt like, I, you know, always... You know, I was going to like the the dark side or yeah. something. You know, I was like, wait, I'm not going to be doing advertising anymore. I'm making like weird shit for stores. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, square things, and they put beer and coke in. Right? There's like, like what is this? Uh, <laughs> there was a little bit of me like, going, oh, that's all that crap. I hate. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. I really don't like that stuff. And the next thing I know, I'm, there you are. I'm doing it. <laughs> I have a question yeah. about that. Do you think that promotions has evolved? Like, do you think that that oh, it's it, like beer and babes, right, and posters and you know, bike week mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But do you think it's um, like I mean, when not- I look, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't go down the liquor aisle anymore, but, um, when I'm in the grocery store, like I kind of try to notice some of that mm-hmm. stuff and it seems better. It seems less in your face, less obnoxious. Do you think that's true? Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, even in the time that Jeff and I were working yeah, together, yeah. um, that changed, right? I mean, like stores yeah. started instituting like clean store policies yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, the amount of stuff that you could make, you know, like there just wasn't any space for it, you know, anymore. Yeah. So, um, and stores, I think stores clean that up a lot, I think. And then they took a lot of control over it too. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. especially like the Walmarts of the world and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there's a lot more, uh, control, like yeah. brand identity that, you know, of the store that's inserted into it. Yeah. And then, um, especially private label stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was, that's interesting. That business was really, really weird because uh, it was. It was the tear pad business, as Mike Bennett called it when I first started. Right, and that's what kind of tear pad business, right. and that's right. what it was, right? Yeah, totally. That's and, what it was. And, and it was then like, within that time, yeah. like in, in a matter crazy. of time, it turned into like from tear pads to all of a sudden you're doing like experiences, yeah. you know, and websites, yeah. and then video content, you know, yeah. to go along with the experiences. All this stuff, and it started yeah. getting a lot more. You know, crazy. Yep. Which as, was pretty as, fun. You know, totally. it, was, it was advertising, and she still did advertising. The, our time at Momentum, mm-hmm. growing from tear pads to what we ended up doing, right? Becoming a true experiential agencies and leading, and now the rest of the industry kind of has come there, right? You know, right. <clears throat> truly, and that's think, where, and I think promotions had a better handle on that. We just knew how to deal with consumers. We knew how to write rules. We knew how to do yeah. contests. We knew how to do all that stuff. Yeah, there's and uh, there were some. There weren't as many rules, right? Like, yeah, and, and there and there was a lot of a lot of like, 
you you needed to violate with your content, you know, as much as an aisle violator, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you needed your stuff to be as like, like shiny and right? disruptive as yeah. possible, and and what no matter what it was, right? Um, so, and that that's kind of how things work now, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And I think that's interesting because I, I, like it, like the retail experience has really changed now. Mm-hmm. The expectations that that shoppers have, like at a Nordstrom experience, like when you go to try on stuff, like there's an interactive screen, you mm-hmm. can see your, the dress you're wearing in different colors and all that stuff. Right. I think that whole retail experience, because online is because people shop so much online that mm-hmm. retailers are like, we have this investment in these huge flagship stores, we have to bring people here, and it has to be a more digital experience for people. Yeah, or the it kind of turns into like. Like a, like a showroom, right? You know, like uh, gaming. Uh, come in, notes, take it for a test drive, and see mm-hmm. if you like it. But you might not buy it here. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. well, yeah. Well, retail, I mean, is imploded. This you know, last mm-hmm. six months has been awful. But I wonder in the food space, grocery stores are still doing well. Yeah. And I think people still want great experiences with food, beer, drinks, things like that. I think that's a good retail space. Yeah, it's 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 an. And, but, and sure. one of your big clients is uh, enterprise. Right. And yeah. you, what have they been? I know they are on the forefront of trying to make that whole experience a more pleasant, s- pleasant, right? Because yeah. yeah. it's not in some ways. We're in, in general, yeah. Pain in the ass. Yeah, I would say that that comes up to the top of every <laughs> consumer survey list, you right. know, of being kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. My dad retired from there. He worked there like 17 he did. years. So it's yeah. his fault. And it's his fault, dad. It's your fault. <laughs> but, um, but he was such a such an evangelist for that company and loved the whole experience. Yeah. Not yeah. Just I think the, they're the great company in that space. Yeah. Right? It's it's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. It's a it's a really <clears throat> It's a really, really strong client. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, they do, I love National. I think that's a the, probably the best positioned, clearest positioned brand in the space. One hundred percent agreed. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, between them and Enterprise, Enterprise gets a little bit more complicated just because they have so many different yeah, yeah. kind of a little broader to it. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it's a they're they're a great company, right? Yeah, and it, it, it's that thing of like you know, whenever you want to do great work, great advertising work, right? Yeah. You have a client who's a great company yeah. and has a a clear, you know, viable difference, you know, yeah, yeah. than everybody else. That equals a good work usually, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and and someone, someone, you got to have a great client, a yeah, no, person, uh, right, right, and and I think, yeah, it. I mean, I, I think that helps, right, <laughs> you know, and we do, right, yeah, right, um, and. But, you know, an ability to, you know, to, to really want to tell that story, right? And, you know, I think that, you know, we're in the world of national for national car rental. It's really, really clear. You know, it's all about speed and choice um, and, uh, and you know, choosing your own car. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Yeah. Those business, love that. The business traveler, right? Yep. The business warrior guy. Very, very business focused. I like that. Yeah. Those are good. They have gotten so, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember what rental cars were like before because I don't know that I was old enough to really pay attention to that. But OJ Simpson, Hertz rent a car. Well, there was Ravis. That. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, I, I got to tell you, that is the thing that we are constantly trying to fight. Are you? It is it, it, unaided awareness, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's always people, Hertz, I don't, I never see a Hertz commercial and I don't really see anything from Hertz. And they're not doing all that well financially right oh. now as a company, right? Yeah. Unaided awareness wise, they're always right up there. That OJ Simpson ad, people From still remember it. It's crazy. No, it's not. It's yeah. more than twenty years ago. But that, but but that's because probably because of the of the documentaries that have come out yeah, about OJ Simpson. A little bit of that and they too. talk about that and his background. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it, it, it 
like I don't know what it is. It's still there, right? Yeah. And there's, there's something to a good ad campaign, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> right. It lasts with you that long. <laughs> um, I mean, it, other than the spokesman, you didn't, you don't really want your spokesman to have that kind of trouble later in yeah. life, but <laughs> right, exactly. Right? This story's so fascinating. I don't want to get yeah, on it's crazy. I take all day. But okay. but I mean, but you know, enterprise. It's amazing. They're, they they are really kicking it out of the park on on all fronts, yeah. right? And 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 they're super strong and they're local, which is great. We like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're independent, you know, like they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, they're Private. uh, privately owned. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that gives you a lot of flexibility to, you know, and an ability to tell a message the way you want to tell it mm-hmm. versus, you know, what the stockholders are kind of telling you mm-hmm. to do the market. So, um, it, it's been great. They're, they're really, they're really good. What's their low end brand? Um, one, well, not low end. I don't know if I it's call the, it low end. Uh, Enterprise owns Enterprise value, in a car. Value brand. They, they have uh, they have Alamo, which okay. is more of their kind of vacation rental. Vacation right? so, rental. Okay. Um, so yeah. they, they definitely kind of focus more on the you know Orlando's of the world yeah, that kind yeah. of thing than uh, than a, a broader appeal. Okay. So, what is the most fun you've had in your career so far? Oh man, at work. Or just in general? Well, so, like, I usually ask the question, like, what's the coolest thing you've worked on or what's the most fun thing you've worked on or whatever. But, like, like, do you have a moment, like a professionally awesome moment You're like, that, that was, you could describe? Ooh, that was killer. You've had some. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I think one project where everything kind of came together mm-hmm. for me was probably our Ameristar slots campaign stuff. I, it, like, Is that the quadricorn? Yeah, all the quadricorn yeah, stuff. Quadricorn, yeah. Which, come on. I'm talking to the man that did the quadricorn. That's yes. pretty cool. Yeah, that was, that's a pretty famous spot. It was fun. Um, Annals of St. Louis advertising history. It's, it's silly. You know, I, I went and talked to my kids. Yeah. Fifth grade class. <laughs> And they're like, what do you do? You know, and I kind of showed them some stuff. And I asked the teacher, I was like, can I show beer commercials and stuff to the fifth grade class? Because like, that's what I do. They're just like, yeah, sure, it's fine. I found the most PC yeah. versions, you know, yeah, of everything. Yeah. They go to New City School. Yeah. And uh, and then I, I right. <laughs> and then um, I uh, I showed the quadricorn spot. They're like, oh, I remember this. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think they're in fifth grade, right? So this is probably, I don't remember how long ago it was. Right. but But I'm like. I am turning out, uh, you know, a yeah. whole generation of, of uh, three-card Monty players or something like that over here. You know, fifth grade. You know, they, they fleece me for twenty bucks on the way out or something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, they, awesome. yeah, that 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 whole assignment was really fun because that it, it was it was super fun. One, we had no money. Right. So, Which is always, initially, initially. And, you, and you think like that sometimes you think that's a bad thing, but in many ways that can be a good thing. It, right? it makes you think creatively you about think stuff, creatively, right? Creatively, like you gotta dig deep. Anyway. And, and they really wanted to to sell this, you know, slot machine, you know, concept. And we're like, well, what what if we focused on the games, you know, not about Ameristar, but more that Ameristar has these, you know, new games mm-hmm. every, you know, 90 days. Yeah. Yeah, great. Can we do that operationally? Yeah. So we figure out a way to operationally change the games out and move them around every ninety days or whatever. Um, well, the client did that, yeah. and uh, and, <laughs> and Joe's like yeah. wheeling in slime. Yeah. Yeah. Wheel hey, over here. Got a dolly. Who wants to play kitten glitter? You know. Um, <laughs> So, you know, so there was that. And then, you know, we did a, you know, walk around on the floor. And we're like, speaking of kitten glitter, we're like walking around. We're like, these games are ridiculous. I mean, they're so insane. Like, there's <laughs> kitten look. glitter, you know, there's, you know, dolphin magic or something, you know, just yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, man, we got to do something with this, right? Yeah. So, Eric, Joseph, and I 
you know, and uh, Amy Venturella kind of sat around and, and we just knocked out a whole bunch of things. We came up with this idea of like, hey, let's not do 30 second spots. Let's do 15s and then buy them in, you know, uh, fly them in pods. Right. So that mm-hmm. there's multiple spots. Um, yeah. We shot five or six spots in a package. So there would be six different yeah. slot games that we'd focus on and, you know, just 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 run the hell out of it. You know, so yeah. there was a points message and then five slots messages. That's what it was. So. Yeah. And, you know, we had a whole bunch of different directors and everything was always really, <laughs> we were never quite sure if we are going to pull it off. Yeah. You know, because it was like, oh, we need to do uh, something Egyptian, you know. So <laughs> so then the next right. thing, you know, you're trying to figure out how can we do this like crazy, you know, background pyramid, you know, and uh, <laughs> calling our friends at 90. Hey, can we pull this off to you guys? Can you create this digitally? And like, yeah. like, yeah. And, uh, you know, and then just finding really great talent. And we had some really great directors working with us on that and That's willing cool. to work at that budget. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and it was a lot of fun. And when did you know, like... Immediately when you saw the work, like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Or did it have to be a while? As soon as we started writing scripts, you know, you kind of like. This is going to be the shit. I mean, we would, for each production, we do six spots. I I would say we wrote over 200 scripts, right? Or or around 200 scripts. Because we just weren't sure where you were going to lead. And we'd have these lists of all the different games, you know? So you're like, and some of them kind of always work off a theme, right? So there's always some sort of buffalo, you know, yeah. there's like five buffalo games, yeah, you know? Yeah. You're like, okay, well, <laughs> my, my, Raging I, Buffalo, you know, Buffalo yeah. Stampede, you know, Buffalo, Why you know, whatever. Why is play American Indian Slap? It has to have an American Indian spirit where, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's because of the Indian casino market. Totally. We love Buffalo. But then there'd be like, you know, like five cat. Yeah, cat and glitter. Yeah, right, so. So you'd, you'd write, you try to write to a bunch of them, you know, and, and yeah. see what you can, what comes out. And and it was just a lot of a lot of work, but it was the most fun I had yeah. working on stuff. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, like with the spots we made, I feel like you know, you know, seven of ten were home runs. We're pretty good, yeah, you yeah. know. Or yeah, just you know. Like- and, you know, there's good. a couple that maybe didn't, like, come out, you know, the way we wanted them to, but that's okay. So, so cool product. <laughs> cool product. Great client. Um, great a, cli- a client willing to take a risk on that one. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that was totally out of their wheelhouse. Exactly. That and, was totally out of the, a casino wheelhouse. Yeah, because they, they wouldn't normally right? do humor, right? No, they, they they don't really do that too much. And, and at the time, you know, they were up for sale, you know, and all that stuff. And, like, so they're, risky, yeah. they're, they're not wanting to change stuff up too much. Yeah. And, and we figured if if we can really own the slots market for them from a business standpoint, they they were gonna you know see some really success, real success. So, um, and it was a message nobody else was saying, you know. So it was super unique. Um, so they took a chance on it, and then, you know you know kudos to them for that. That was you know that was pretty amazing. And then and then that they stuck with it for <laughs> as long as they did, yeah. they let us get away with it for that long. Yeah, um, just kept going. But when when that campaign. Here's the, here's the funny on, on results on that. When that campaign started, they moved, you know, they moved stuff. Uh, in Kansas City, mm-hmm. the casino's still on a barge, right? So there's yeah. two barges. Um, they're tied together. And when they uh, started that campaign, they had to readjust the barges, right? Because everybody, they moved all the new slot machines up towards the front, right? Which was on this one barge. Yeah. So there was more people that were hanging out by all the new slots and yeah. stuff like that. That So it weighted the, it weighted the barge <laughs> down. So they had to readjust the barges and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it, awesome. they're like, hey, that, that's that's awesome. Pretty yeah, successful. That's, that's, yeah, what are the uh, metrics on this one? Well, yeah. it's, it's barge level. <laughs> right, barge level. Yeah. <laughs> 
barge weight in the front. <laughs> that's hilarious. It was wow. it was pretty fun. Yeah, oh, that's pretty awesome. And you know, I think quadricorn. You could bring that. Yeah, you you know, unicorn. Yes. Everyone's talking about a unicorn mm-hmm. between companies and employees. Like we need unicorns, especially in the HR world of what who you need to recruit. Right, unicorn. Quadricorn. <laughs> what does that mean? You don't even know frappuccino that. out right now. See? Unicorn poop is like the hottest something. Totally. Quadricorn, I'm telling you. We were really trying to get them to 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 trademark that. Yeah, and they didn't. We saw. We're doing know, it right now, and we're going to sell some quadricorn. So a couple years there. back, I saw there was a quadricorn Halloween mask. We're like, oh. <laughs> The merch. Yeah, they could have made money on that. The merch. Yeah, that's funny. All right. We're winding down. What what else do you have? Wisdom. That's what I was going to say. I know what I like, what I think Joe's strong is obviously a conceptual art director. Those are the unicorns of the advertising business, if you will, are probably the most valuable players you can find. I found in the creative world, if you can find someone who can art direct and write or think at the same time, that's really hard to find. Uh, So That's all out of lack of trust. Did I just make that? Did I just make that up or do you believe that? No, I think I think I think being multifaceted is yeah. a good thing, you know. Yeah. Um, like, but I would say mine comes out of a lack of trust, not out of like you know, like I don't trust the writers to ever get around to writing the idea that I want written down. So, so I've always kind of just started writing it. That's funny. And then, and then I hand it off to them, and they and they change everything. And, and they, I, I, they're like, "What are you doing?" Hey, you ruined my profession. Don't rewrite what I write, man. And they're like, dude, it's a three-minute spot. I'm yeah. like, okay. Right. <laughs> you need to chill. That's funny. Uh, what, like, what is your process? Do you like to think alone, or do you, or do you still work with Eric in kind of a traditional team, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, just cha- it's changed like? over time, you know? Yeah. Like, I think I think our, we've gotten into our, our feet in a different, you know, piles yeah. of stuff around the office that, you know, sometimes we have to divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we do a lot of kind of, like, I'll shoot him something, he'll shoot me something back, and yeah. that's, like, sitting in a room. Yeah. I, I work a lot better if I have some alone time to, like, kind of yeah. really sit down and, 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 and get all the idiotic nonsense stuff out of my head. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you just got to write it down and go, oh, that's the stupidest thing you've ever, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before you go into a group, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I do a lot of independent stuff, but, you know, Eric and I, you know, always kind of share stuff back and forth and keep each other in check. I think that's the, that's the, the key. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so youngsters out there showing books, you're obviously a lot nicer than that first guy who's in your book. Man, I, I, I haven't always been. <laughs> just, you should just interview him next to the door. Well, I, you know. <laughs> here's the way out. I'm not even going to open your book, but just in case, yeah, I'm going to show you that right. before we start. That's right. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, uh, so what do you, what do you get now? Wisdom, wisdom stuff? Wisdom, yeah. Uh, <laughs> kids? Wisdom stuff. Stay out of this business. Wisdom, wisdom yeah, stuff. what advice would you give yeah. somebody getting in the business? It, it, uh, getting into our business? Um, to, you know, I I think be, be really great at one thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. try, if you're going to be an art director, be an art director, right? Yeah. First, first yeah. and foremost, right? If you're going to be a writer, be a writer. You know, but, but, be cognizant of what the other team members have to get done, right? I mean, there, there, there's words need to go into your layout. It can't just be pretty pictures, you know. Like, yeah. like there's so many times where you know you, you start designing stuff and you're not really thinking about the other pieces that need to go into it. You know? yeah. Or Collaborate the writers do that too, right? On the on the, yeah, on, the on the other way end. too much copy right. for. That's like, we got to work together on this. But I, you know, I think, um, <clears throat> you know, for me, like personally, like I felt like when I finally kind of got to a place where I felt comfortable within this business, because I would say there's multiple years where that wasn't the case, <laughs> is when I started to really kind of understand what the business angle of it is, not not of the agency, but of the client and like what, mm-hmm. what their business needs are. Yeah, and yeah. then design 
to that business need um, uh, is super important. You know, like understanding what their what their issues are from a business standpoint are are, are will give you the the tools that you need to sell your stuff in, you know? Um, and, and as soon as you start thinking about it that way, you know, it helps a lot because if not, you're just kind of saying, Hey, I hope you like this picture. And it's totally subjective and yeah. you're going to lose a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's one that would be nice. Try to be nice. That's a, Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> I like that advice a lot. So I would, I mean, I'd say that I'd like, I probably wasn't nice for a large portion of the time and, you know, out of retros in retrospect, and, you know, yeah. why do you think that happens? Do you think it's like ego or just don't have time or stroppiness? Yeah. There is a stroppiness when you're young, creative. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess it could be ego, yeah. ego, or like just like you're just an idiot. I, yeah. I, I realize now how much of an idiot I was when I first started yeah. this business. You know, it's a lot. And of and, and I, man, I should have been fired so many times. Um, you know, <laughs> and I, I can't believe I wasn't. And, and the only way I could say that I wasn't, it was like that somebody sat there and said, you know, it's better to have Joe Bishop around than to not have him around. And I don't know if that was because of the work I did, or yeah. that I was funny, or yeah. if I, you know was a part of the culture that, yeah, yeah. oh, my God, if we got rid of that, you know, yeah. that would be bad. Culture guy. But yeah, there's always this, like, what, talent versus personality, right? So right. if you're a pain in the ass, but your talent outweighs your pain in the ass factor, then you stay. Yeah, I think my, you... mine's fluctuated back and forth a yeah. lot. Yeah, well, <laughs> as long great as, culture, yeah. Yeah, as long as it always counterbalances, I think that's good. But no. but then there are, you know, there are some creatives I've seen, you know, you get to that point where they're, they didn't keep up with something, didn't keep up with either technology or, you know, the programs or whatever. And then they become this pain in the ass because they've been around the block and they've seen it all. And they get this, you know, kind of curmudgeonly sort of way about them. And it's like, okay, now you're just an asshole. Right. So like, you know, when you're, when your assholeness outweighs your talent, it's time to go. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. The other thing, one other thing would be, uh, keep in mind that what's, possible not just what's doable you know uh I, I feel like i get myself in that trap sometimes or you're like you just uh, like put it conceptually the- you know it's like oh i know we can do this right and like then you go i don't know if we can do that so you kind of kill it you know yeah, yeah. and I, sometimes that's bad right you know and I, there's a reality to what you got to present sometimes you got to sit there and go yeah we can achieve this but i mean but sometimes it's good to keep yeah. all of those crazy things that seem like they might not work, yeah. you know, out there and keep them alive yeah. uh, for as long as they you know, get yeah. oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you, we, you mentioned the state of the business, where the future of the business is going. And, that, and you this like is, this is when your podcast turns into like you crazy like, joke conspiracy. Okay, theory. Well, I like it. <laughs> let's have let's end on the crazy joke conspiracy theory now. I, your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, you know, like, there's some weird stuff going on, right? Like, I, and I, I was reading the other day about, you know, the IBM Watson supercomputer thing, yep. right? Um, using that to create banner ad content, right? Yep. Like, that is absolutely crazy to me, right? Like, yep. the, like a level of, like, at what point in time, you know, are we as creatives? Mm-hmm. Going to be replaced by Watson, like AI kind of stuff, right? I mean, like even to the we're even yeah, like it's Thursday, right? I mean, right? Like there's like weird stuff like that going on. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the the future of this business is totally changing because because there's things like what the Adobe Voco program. Have you read about that one? This thing is amazing, right? They Adobe basically created this audio program. It's like Photoshop. So it you start off by like recording your voice, yeah, Jeff Stevens. Yeah. 
there's like a 20-word kind of thing, script that you read. And then out of that, you can create full Commercial. Jeff Stevens speech. Wow. Like that sounds like you, whatever. And and they yeah. can, you can use that to, you know. Uh, to, you know what that do. is? That's just like Siri, right? Wow. So Siri is a real woman. Her name's Susan. Mm. She follows me on Twitter, which is like, I don't know why. I'm not yeah. sure. She must follow Mike Radens on Twitter. He just gave us a thumbs up. <laughs> she, I think she follows a lot of people, so yeah. I don't feel that special. But anyway, she, it's a real woman. So yeah. that it's probably that, you know, her voice, she answers any question right. that right. you have. So surely they've recorded her voice. But isn't that, isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. You think yeah. about like that with like voice talent, yeah. right? Like, yeah. or, or the celebrity talent, right? Yeah. Like if I wanted to have Patrick Warburton yeah. read a radio script. Do I need to bring Patrick Warburton yeah. in anymore? Yeah. Like, right. does he license his voice over to Adobe Voco, so and all of a sudden we, him. I just write a script and and yeah. it comes out, you know, the way I want it. I mean, that that is insane to me, yeah. right? That is yeah. totally scary, yeah, and but kind of cool at the same time, like, yeah. you know. Cool. You're, so you're kind of like, wow, what is this? How does this? How would that change mm-hmm. our business? And how yeah. special is a celebrity yeah. and what your advertisement it? after that, right? Yeah, are I they that special anybody, anymore? Right? Yeah, I don't know. Automation, I know. right? I know. I was thinking about like how how hard is it going to be to for creatives just not to exist? Again, they just make machines that kind of have an algorithm that make great art and words together somehow. I don't know. Well, you know, you know, the great thing is like yeah. you know, uh, like people like Pepsi tried to, to get rid of the agency, and then they make that awful commercial. I know. So. <laughs> I know. I was so, thinking, um, if we would have recorded this a week ago, I was like, we should have talked about that commercial. <laughs> and all the all the heat the next day, and the the break, the scene by scene breakdowns. Right. Yes. But you, but as people who make commercials, you can. I could be totally empathetic to how that happened. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You can, <laughs> you're like you. Once again, back to the uh, <laughs> back to the Ogilvy uh, or or, uh, yeah. or Burnbach kind of stuff, right? Uh, what, Ogilvy said something like, uh, uh, you know, committees are good for criticism, not for creating, yeah. you, know, yeah. uh, you know, ideas, right? Yeah. So, so And the committee created that. Looked like everything was a committee issue on that one, totally. right? It was like it was it. it was you could a, just see. You could hear the meetings in your head like, oh, you could see how it got made. Group no one things. wanted to say yeah. anything yeah. bad. No yeah. one wanted to tell the truth. Yeah. Everyone's for it. This is so awesome. Oh, it was very weird. It was also, so weird. Like, it's this weird, awkward thing, yeah. right? That was awesome. Join the conversation. All right. Well, so join the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks, Joe. Thank you, guys. I I appreciate it. Yeah, it was great. Really fun. I'm glad glad to have you on. I will tell everybody that it's not as bad as I said it was going to be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. It was was, was fun. Thank you.